Defiant Ones here at Washington Hall, iconic venue and an iconic wrestler. Former, wait, what? what? Hold on. Yeah, I just sniffed the microphone. Not former, current, longest running Defy champion. Yeah. You are the Defy champion. I have ran the longest. It's yeah. true. Randy Myers, ravenous Randy Myers. Punk, punk, weirdo hero. You know it. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Back here at Washington Hall, dude. Yeah, back home. Ha- back home, yeah. Back home, yeah. How's it feel? Surreal? Yeah. It feels like it's been... Like nearly three years of me waiting for this exact moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like um, like I've been preparing and not knowing when this moment was coming. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've always been ready. I've yeah. been trying to stay ready. Yep. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's hard to stay ready. Yep. You know, it's like I've been waiting. Like this is like a big hot date. You know what yeah. I mean? That you've been waiting for. So you like go out and get a wax. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the date doesn't happen. So you go and get another wax. <laughs> And then you go and get another wax and then another wax and then another wax. And eventually you're pretty raw, to tell yeah, you the truth. Yeah, and you're pretty yeah. sore. And then when the, the, the date finally comes around, uh, you, you don't necessarily... You're kind of overprepared. You're overprepared, exactly. Yeah. You've been waxed so many times, it's almost waxed to the bone. Damn. But yeah, I'm here, bone. I'm yeah. waxed to the bone, and I'm ready to go, baby. Dude. So I talked with Artemis Spencer, and he's someone also from Canada, mm-hmm. and and that moment of, of going to the border and saying, hey, I'm allowed to say I'm a wrestler. Totally. How was that, dude? Legitimately getting, getting to tell the truth at the border and having a work visa. It must have been pretty surreal. It was very surreal, because that's been like... I've been coming down to the States for a while. Gotta be uh, stressful. Yeah, it's very stressful every single time because this is what I like. I don't have a, I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. I don't have, yeah. this is my, this is what I've dedicated my life to. Yeah. So you know, the idea of having that all taken away by some grouchy border guard or something like that is terrifying. So to be able to like, kind of like show my passport. I'm yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. And they treated me like I was official too. There you yeah, go. And I'm dude. like, okay, cool. So this is how they treat people. I felt like I was getting into a wedding for the first time with an actual wedding invitation. Yes. And every other time I was sneaking in, you know? So <laughs> wedding one, crasher. Exactly. But this time dude. they were like, oh, you're on the groom's side or yeah. the bride's side or, yeah. the, or the groom and groom's side, you know? So I, I don't want to bring up, um, you know, any negativity, but, you know, being that, you know, Defy's been back for like a year and a half or so. Yeah. How has that been, you know, kind of being on the sidelines and watching Defy, you know, continue? Was it was it hard to hard to watch it? Totally. Yeah. Uh, it was hard to feel like I was like disconnected from my life. I don't know. Have you seen Ernest Scared Stupid? I have a yeah. feeling you've seen Ernest yeah. Scared Stupid. Yeah. So at the end of Ernest Scared Stupid, do you remember when like all the all the little wooden statues are turning to life again. Yep. And all the, all the people are getting their, their family members back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then Ernest looks at the tree and he's like, well, there's nothing in there for me. Yeah. You know, and that's what I was feeling like. Everyone was coming back from pandemic. They were all having everything that they had before pandemic come back to them. Yep. And I was still waiting. Yeah. Still waiting. So I felt like, yeah, that's exactly what I felt like. I felt like Ernest at the end is scared stupid, but you know what happens at the very end? Yep. Rim shot comes back. And yep. so Ernest does, Ernest does get something. And that's where I am tonight. Ernest. Ernest right here. Yeah. And there I'm being go. Ernest when I Jim say that. Jim Varney, RIP. Boom. 
Yeah, dude. So uh, you didn't stay, you know, it's not like you weren't busy, though. You've been doing comedy. You've been doing uh, a lot of wrestling. So fill us in on what, what you've been up to lately, man, up up in Canada. So up in Canada, I have been uh, I've been doing a lot of stand-up comedy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm working at a stand-up comedy club right now, and I'm trying to get up on stage as much as I can. I've done 215 sets. Wow. Yeah, since I last, because I couldn't wrestle. So I needed yeah. to do something with my time. I needed to do something that could get that anxiety out that yeah. could kind of like speak to a, to, to an audience. So, uh, yeah, getting a microphone in my hand, it's something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Tell you the truth. Uh, like comedy was my first love even before wrestling, but the idea of like going out there and making someone laugh mm-hmm. was scarier than going out there and getting hit in the face. I could guarantee that if I get punched in the face, someone's going to react to yep. it. Yep. But if I go out there and tell a joke, somebody might not react to it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was nerve wracking to get up on that stage, but I felt like I was, had to yeah you know so you said comedy was your first love who were your favorite comedians back when you were a kid oh geez i think the first one that like i would watch reruns or like the night before is david letterman they would air it early so i would watch a lot of like letterman um like tom green's a big oh yeah yeah, canadian Canadian legend canadian legend i think there's like like that canadian silliness i really like Mm -hmm. like whether it be even jim carrey or harlan williams or something like that there's like such a sense of these like long, lanky, goofy weirdos. Kids in the hall. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's like that brand of Canadian humor. That's kind of a little bit off. Yeah. And it's always been, yeah, struck hard with me and stuff from the UK as well, like faulty towers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And Monty Python, obviously. And then, yeah, I was a big fan of Saturday Night Live and everything. I'm a big Andy Kaufman mark. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. So, um, you know, wrestling up in in vancouver though like uh have you gotten to wrestle a bunch too i have been wrestling up in vancouver yeah things were yeah on hold for a while obviously but then they've kind of started up again there's a new promotion called boom wrestling that i'm helping out with uh, and it's like right in the heart of like east vancouver like the cool district sure yeah yeah so it's been really good and tonight was actually their second show so yeah Good stuff happening up there. So awesome, man. Well, um, you, you also like you're when we talked via Zoom um, for one of the actually the first episode of the Defiant Ones number fucking one. You were doing some intense workouts. You were kind of showing off some of the stuff that you had been doing. So you you, you kept in incredible shape. Uh, what, what, what are your daily routine now? Um, now it's like, it was it's not as much as it was during the heart of the pandemic. During yeah. the heart of the pandemic, I was, cause the gyms were closed too. Yeah. Right. So I am fortunate enough to like have a little basement in my apartment building mm-hmm. that I could train in. So I was going down there and doing a thousand reps a day. Wow. Yeah. Picking a body part and yep. then just burning it out as much as I can. Like yeah. doing as many squats as I could. And I had endless amount of time. So I was yep. just going down there and like, yeah. And it felt like very much like. Like I was trained in the dungeon in Calgary, right? Yeah. So being in a dirty, gross basement and pouring sweat felt like home, felt yeah. natural. Yeah. Did that kind of keep you sane during the pandemic? I don't know if it kept me sane, but it kept me <laughs> kept active. Kept you busy, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, you know, during the pandemic, aside from working out and stuff, what, what kept you, uh, like, your your creativity up? You know, when you couldn't go do the, the live stand-up stuff, like, what did you, you created art. That's yeah, right, I did, I, I did. Uh, now that I'm just thinking about it. So, so yeah, I was getting into, like, a lot of, like, needle felting and stuff like that and making yeah. things with my hands. I'd done some, like, some T-shirt making 
painting, some different design stuff, a lot yeah. of painting. Yeah. So yeah, just kind of trying to find like whatever I could kind of do, whatever tent place I could stick my tentacles, you know what I mean? And nice. like wrap them around some sort of artistic material and yeah. go from there. So yeah, I tried my hand at a whole bunch of things and it felt great. So there was a big moment tonight, man, when you, when you got to come out to the defiance again. Yeah. And, uh, that's like know. the fourth time I've come out. Yes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, coming out, uh, and, and reintroducing yourself and, and no one expecting it, you know, what, what were your, your feelings like and your emotions leading up to it? And then what was it like being in that ring? I don't want to disappoint. Yeah. It's been two and a half years of me waiting. It's been two and a half years of all of my fans and friends and family waiting for this. And I've, I've, it's been a while. Yeah. And so I was terrified. I was scared. I was going to go out there. I knew that like, even if I slipped on a banana peel, I'd be okay. And that this audience is so accepting of who I am. And that really, I could have probably like blown my nose and it would have been okay. They would have reacted to it, but I was still nervous that I wasn't going to be able to bring what they were waiting for, for so long Mm -hmm. that I was going to, something was going to be lacking from me because I haven't been here for so long. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nerve wracking. I was talking with someone behind the scenes uh, and after that moment, and they were just saying, they were like, dude, Defy's back now 100%. Like they were like, it's finally back, you know, to a roster of, of all the originals, you know, they picked up a lot of really good wrestlers over the past years, but the storylines are back to, you know, the champ is back. Now Mm -hmm. you can, we can unite the championships or there's so many different stories we can tell. Yeah. And, and you are like the lifeblood that keeps so many Defy fans. Like you are such an inspiration to so many people. Mm -hmm. So Dude, congratulations on 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 coming back, man! And and thank you. It's it's really awesome to see. Uh, you know, everyone remembered you, dude, and everyone loves you. Of course, they remembered you. You're ravenous, fucking Randy, dude. Now, last I checked. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I know you're a big music guy. You're I am. you're yep. you're the punk hunk. Yep, weirdo hero. Yep, that's me. On a shit day, what's a good album that you can reach for to like put you in a good mood? I've been listening to a lot of pop lately. Do you know pop? I, I've, I've heard from, of them, yeah. Bands yeah, yeah. from Toronto. I'm loving everything that they release. Like, awesome. I just went to the Punk and Drublick uh, oh, festival yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. like, uh, yeah, and they, they were the only ones I went to see. Like, there was okay. some top, like, bands. No effects. No effects. Like that, yeah. Descendants. And they were great, don't get me wrong. But it was, I went for pop and they did not disappoint, man. That's they awesome. have, like, uh, I don't know, I can just relate to their lyrics a lot. And being that they're Canadian, there's not a lot of, like, great punk that comes out of Canada. Sure. Like, I mean, yeah. when we do it, we do it well. Yeah. But it's few and far between. Okay. Yeah. Do you think you could we could ever see you sing for a band? I'd love to. Yeah. I'd absolutely love to. That's on my like bucket fuck it list or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think at this point I'm gonna need to get a bigger bucket mm-hmm. because I've crossed a lot of things yeah. off, but I'd love to absolutely sing. A punk song will happen at some point. I guarantee that. Now that you're legal to work here, mm-hmm. where do you wanna go? Where what's the list, dude? Jeez. Everywhere, yeah. I want to go everywhere. I want to meet. I want to meet all the weirdos out there. Yes. I want to go to every place where there's a freak. Every place that there's a punk. Every place that there's a anyone who's like a, a minority. Anyone who feels like they're not being seen or whatever. Yeah. I want to let people know that their anxiety is lying as well as my anxiety is lying. Yeah. You know, and spread that word as far as I can. Yeah, absolutely, man. And and 
I feel so. I've asked you this before, as it was the first episode, but you know, I feel like tonight is 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 a a culmination of so much, and is a good reason to re-ask this question. What does the defiance mean to you, Randy? Family, friends, inspiration, a reason to be my best me, a reason to silence the negative thoughts in my head. Um. Oh, it means a lot. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And, uh, you know, uh, it's late, but we, we kept you here, and I have one final question we ask everyone. If you can show us, feel free, but at least tell us. Pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it. Oh, that's fantastic. It doesn't have to be wrestling-related. It could be, you know, anything throughout mm-hmm. your life. Well, my, I would show you my very first scar, but it is in a private spot, so okay. I won't do that. But I will tell you about it. I, okay. I had a hernia when I was six months old. Wow. So uh, my mom was changing my diaper, and she brought my dad over, and she's like, is it normal for, a, 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 for them to have three testicles? And my dad was like, "No, that's not. That's not Don't a thing. Think so. It's not a thing." So it had been there, like my uh, my intestines had punctured through into my wow. scrotum as a baby. Yeah, you were so. heavy lifting as a child. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. So my very first scar is uh, is a little itty bitty hernia scar that's right here. But uh, the biggest scar is the one on my heart. Aww. Yeah, but it's getting mended, isn't it? Yes, it is, dude. Well, we're happy to have you back here, man. As the champ, as you know, ravenous Randy. Any final words for for Seattle and for the Defiance, dude? At last. You heard him. It's the Defiant Ones. Right, 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 right.